Sacking's Therapy. Welcome to episode 61 of Sacking's Therapy. Uh, we will be going over the Miami Heat game. You know what? Uh, so first thing we want to talk about. Oh, by the way, sorry. I keep always forgetting this. I get lost, but my co-host, he is here, Fong. Hello. Forgot about me. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, kind of <laughs> just want to kind of get this game over with because, again, not much to talk about. It, I just don't have that many takeaways from this because Barnes and Holmes were out, and that's your t- that's our two best uh, defenders. And I was expecting it to be an ugly game. Yeah, yeah I mean, it got pretty ugly uh, in the last half, I gotta say. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, I mean, me and you were watching it. You were getting very upset. I was getting slightly upset, a little bit more towards the end. But I just, uh, honestly, I just wasn't expecting the Kings to really have a chance. Because without Barnes, you don't have a guy for Jimmy Butler. And without without uh, Holmes, you don't really have a guy for Bam. Like, I mean, Hassan will just stand in the paint and not chase anybody. And Marvin, a lot, for much of the game, did not jump out on shooters. And that was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, overall, he was pretty decent, I gotta say, uh, with offense and some defense. But... Yeah, the only thing is, it's just like, the good offense that he provides, he's giving up a lot on defense, and that's the problem with Marvin. We're not not bouncing back with a lot of the offensive plays that uh, we were giving out. Uh, We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we will talk about it. I won't go through it core, I won't go through it so much quarter by quarter, I'll kind of just go through with you know a quick summary of it uh, again as i said didn't really expect much from this game without uh holmes and barnes we had to start uh glenn robinson and belly and if you're looking at that lineup that is uh that is fox glenn robinson buddy marvin and belly so you have three you know heavily negative pretty bad defenders that was going to be an adventure for the defense and it did not start out well you know just giving up open threes that there was a one that's trending on twitter right on king's twitter right now where you know i think it was bam bam screens for duncan robinson's man which i think was buddy buddy gets stuck on the screen and duncan is wide open at the three-point line catches the ball marvin is in the paint just standing there looking like a statue and guess what Duncan Robinson hits a three, and that's how the game starts, and does not get better than that. Uh, yeah, that's it's something that Marvin has to work on. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing, like you know, when you when you look at a draft, like a draft prospect, you're always looking at, uh, like what I've noticed is that. Uh, guys with a lot of athleticism and motor, like those guys as, are usually seen as high, uh, what's it called, high potential, high upside. And I, I still believe Marvin has a lot of high upside. What does get underrated is basketball sense and just knowing how to play basketball and the ability to shoot as well. But we're not going to really get into that. But like a guy like Tyrese, who has, you know, exceptional feel. But like, you know, limited athleticism is kind of being knocked. I I'm keep reading that he's being like seen as a guy with low upside because he's not that athletic. I think that's a little backwards because guess what? Skill and feel is also really hard to come by, really hard to teach. And Marvin just doesn't have that feel to him. On offense, he's a little better. He has some offensive feel, but like on defense, there is just no like 
feel there of like awareness of the situation and when to help and how to defend certain actions. Uh, you think uh, he'll improve in his defense over like the span of let's just say two years because I, I don't know when uh, our next contract signing with him is. So he is eligible for an extension this you know this off season. And... So that's going to be interesting, but I do think it will get better. It cannot be this bad, I don't think. Like, you know, I, he has to want to like I, you know, and James Wiseman. This is a different situation with the Warriors. He because he's younger, but like there there is a mo, there is like a period, especially when like you know at the start of their careers that of big man's careers that they're just too much information being thrown at them, and they just not sure what to do yet because. These you know, defensive instinct stuff is not second nature yet, so they have to constantly think. And you know, guess what? That that kind of just slows down the ability for them to process everything. But they will get there. They will get better. And hopefully, that's the same case with Marvin. Like, because like you know, he's made strides. I think a little bit that way, in the same way, kind of that buddy has made strides. But it's overall pretty bad. I see. Yeah, that would be interesting. Of what Marvin can still become uh yeah buddy it's it's a little too late <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see what but i don't i just don't think there's much hope for buddy again he is he's i think he's the same age as barnes if not just like one year younger like yeah, it's at this point crazy. if you don't have it it's just i don't think it's gonna be there but like you know with marvin at least i can still kind of pretend to hope you know he is still young and again like we have to look at this as a second year and like he's just missed so much time on the court, feeling out the you know how to play basketball, how to play NBA basketball. So I just think he needs time to develop. I mean, I gotta admit, I I feel a lot better having Marvin out there than Buddy in some cases. Yeah, it's gonna be something we're gonna you know the Kings are gonna have to explore. Either bring him off the bench for you know microwave scoring, which was a lot of what he did last year. Just honestly trade him for something. Of course, don't give him away, but like trade. I think he's gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just qu- I'll just quickly go through the first quarter. Um, you know, again, Robinson and Bielitsa start. Um, you know, the defense was just. You know, Glenn Robinson's a wing, but he's he's a minimum guy. Like you can only do so much on Jimmy Butler. But what really happened the first? Um, just the first like few possessions it was just basically transition bucket or no we miss a shot transition bucket we miss another shot transition bucket because guys are just slow getting back because billy's not a very quick guy and uh yeah that's really just how the rest of the game went it was just you know we didn't we couldn't buy a bucket for a lot of the game and you know that would just lead to transition bucket after transition bucket yeah, it's it is how it is, and hopefully there's. I don't, like I said, I don't know what to do about this team. I mean, even though we know Barnes and Holmes is out, it's just it's, there there needs to be some change, and I don't know what. Okay, um, I'll, I'll ask you this at the end, but um, so Hassan checks in midway through the first quarter. They keep running post ups for him. I don't know why he's not a good post player and like he he's not a great passer and just they keep forcing it to down there like it's an advantage but it's not 
and I, I just don't get it anymore. Yeah, another thing that I'm confused with. Like okay. I can get running belly because he because he can pass from the mid <clears throat> from like the high post and like the low post like that I can get but like it's Hassan is like he scores but he's it's not it's not pretty ever and like he's not a good post scorer he just isn't it's, he just he's just tall is really his mm-hmm. main thing that he uses to score yeah so um yeah after the. After the end of the quarter, uh, Kings trail 10, and unfortunately, it doesn't really get any better than that. Uh, Kyle Guy checked in. I, I will shout out Kyle Guy. Like, he just does the right things. Like, he he's another guy. Like, I got to talk about, like, great basketball instinct. He was coached. You can tell he was coached well because the only knock I have on him is that he is just small. But, you know, he's, like, boxing out. He's, you know, trying – like, there was one play where Hassan, like, he grabbed he, – he has the rebound. But for some reason, it just kind of slips out of his hand. And, like, Kyle Guy just happens to be there to corral it, you know. It's, he's just in the right places. It's not, like, Halliburton levels of, like, you know, just being in the right place at the right time. But he's got that. And I think Kyle Guy with more experience and just, you know – like in spot minutes, I think he's he's actually a great addition. Like that, you know, he'll continue to develop, and I think he'll be a very good rotation player. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I I could see him as kind of like the, eh, I don't want to compare him to like Yogi Ferrell, but kind of like that level of, you know, position that uh, we could use him as. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, again, he does the right things. It just so happens he is too small. And unfortunately, in the yeah. second quarter, Tyler Hero really abused that because there were a few possessions where Kyle, a guy, Kyle Guy does the right thing. He's in front of him. He contests. Unfortunately, Kyle, unfortunately, Tyler Hero has about five, six inches on him and just shoots over him on multiple plays. And that's a guy I'm going to talk about. Like, you know, Tyler Hero, just he just got buckets this game. He only, I think, finished with like 20, 22 points. So he didn't score that well, or he didn't score that much, but it felt like he was just destroying us. Um, let me check the score real quick. Okay, so he, so yeah, Tyler Hero had uh, 27 points. So that's actually a lot. He was actually a minus three. Interesting. Oh. Uh, but, like, he just got easy bucket after easy bucket. And that's another part where I'm going to have to, you know, get on the Kings defense. We got back cut it to death. Like, it was just a back screen. We didn't switch properly. Or even when we switched, like, the, the guy who – one of the guys who switches on the wrong side. And guess what? That's an easy backdoor layup. Just got back cut it to death this game. Oh, yeah. I did. I saw a lot of it from Kelly Olenek. <laughs> Yeah, and multiple, and unfortunately, multiple times this happened way too much. It was De'Aaron Fox switching, and he just ended up on the wrong side, and you know that this is not much we can do about that. Yeah, it's... he's, he's got to get into the right position, but I get it. He's you know, like it's a it's a tough it's a tough angle and all, but like De'Aaron's off-ball defense has always been suspect in my opinion. Mm, yeah, I mean. I guess he also needs to develop uh, some defensive skills as well, but uh, it is how it is. It's. it's I think his on ball is. I think his on ball is actually really good. Yeah. It's just that his off ball is like you know lacking, but he has to do so much on offense, so I don't blame him. 
And like yeah. honestly, had if Buddy was a little better on defense, maybe maybe Darren would have to do so much. I'm just saying. I, I I'm sorry, I'm shitting on Buddy too much, but it was very jarring watching this game. Yeah, like he he had long strides before, but it just isn't enough, and it really showed this game. Um. Okay. Well, let's get to a little bit more to, of the positive. Marvin. He's getting he's getting back into the Marvin of old. Marvin is rookie year, where he was just you know a you know a bouncy you know energy big man, like just all the energy in the world, like getting offensive rebounds. He got tons. I think it felt like he got tons of offensive rebounds. How many did he end up with? He had six offensive rebounds this game. He actually had more offensive rebounds than he had defensive rebounds, and like. He was getting tip dunks. He was just all over the place. Like, he was sprinting down the court, getting lobs. It it was really good to see. This is the Marvin that I envisioned. And, like, you know, he needs to get back to this. And one of the reasons how he was able to do this, he was playing the five. Ooh. And I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this, uh, about you liking Marvin at the five for some plays. Yeah, and I feel even when Rashawn comes back, I think this lineup, there's something with this lineup because Marvin finally has space to kind of just roll down the, you know, just roll down the lane and just, you know, you know, use that other worldly athleticism to get up and, you know, dunk balls, get offensive rebounds. Like there's something there. And I want to see Luke run this lineup more where just Marvin the five with a point guard out there, you know, whether it's Halliburton or Fox so that he, so that like he can just gobble up rebounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot better rebounding in a way. Uh, I gotta say this game than previous games, but yeah, let's let's keep this up. I'm liking what I see from Marvin. Um, going into the second half, um, again, Marvin was still playing really well. He, there, there was a, a hot, a, you know, a steaming hot stretch from the Kings where we were hitting so many threes. Daquan, I think, had three threes in a row. Where like he just <laughs> he just shot over guys. He actually ended up five for five from three. It was pretty crazy. And like yeah, Marvin hit a three, and I think Tyrese hit a three too. It it got it got the lead down to ten after trailing by as much as twenty three. But unfortunately, that stri- that hot shooting kind of went off or not because we weren't getting stops on the other end, and it just kept giving up. You know, we kept getting back cut to death, or we just give up a wide open three for no reason. Tyler Hero hit a few big threes that basically killed the run. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunately the story of this game. Without our two best defenders out there, it's even it's even easier to score like on the Kings. Yep, it's another back and forth game. Um, yeah. Really, no one stopping Tyler Hero. He he really shot over a lot of our guys, even the short ones. Yeah, and you know Fox really couldn't do anything either. Like it, he just he's had it going. Like there are shot, there were these layups that he just kind of floated up and it just went in. Yeah, like he had a great game, even though like it, on the box score it might show sure. a little bit different. But like yeah, he had a great game. He was scoring at will on the Kings. Now I remember. Let's see. We were switching a lot better with our, I guess you could say, third unit. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I gotta say, our unit that we had out there currently, I feel like we need to switch a lot better. 
I mean, like, it's, again, we don't have our best, like, defenders out there, and, you know, that not that it really matters, but, like, it's, something is just off with this team. Like, during the, during the seven, the, you know, the run where we won seven of nine, like, you know, we, I felt like, I remember seeing, like, you know, there was a lot of talking. You could hear a lot of screaming, like, for people to get in the, the correct spot. And that just isn't happening for some reason with the mains, with, you know, the starters anymore for some reason. But, like, towards the end of this game, of course, when the game was over, like, we started seeing, like, the defensive intensity pick up, and you start seeing more communication, yelling for people to be in the right spots. It just doesn't happen throughout the game. I don't know why. Some Something is just off with this team, and I don't know, like, what it is. Is it coaching, or is it just the players, like, being selfish and not playing as a team? Or it's just something is off with this team. And I think there needs to be a change, whether it's shaking up of the starting lineup or, hell, trades. Like, it's trade season. So, you know, something I think needs to change for, you know, the Kings to get back on track. Yeah, we're going to have to see because, uh, well, how can we? If this keeps on going on, we need, yeah, like you said, we need change. Yeah, and uh, something just looks off with Fox. He 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 only had 11 points and only two free throw attempts. He he missed one, but he did have 11 assists, so that's good. But something just feels off with him. Like, you know, I've mentioned it before. He just settles for threes like way too much now. Like I don't know why he keeps like just jacking these. Like he 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 he, he was over three from three this game. But, like, there were moments where he would just drive to the rim and just get buckets. And, of course, there were some where he just missed easy bunnies. That's kind of why, like, I'm saying, like, there might be something off with him. But, like, yeah, if we're not getting, you know, aggressive De'Aaron attacking the rim, like, you know, up as much as possible, this team has no chance of winning any games. <sighs> yeah, I mean, he is our main star, and seeing him play like this it's it's I, I wouldn't say frustrating it's just we we need him out there and uh yeah i don't i don't know what do you think is wrong with him injury or i think i think it's injury he missed a lot of easy bunnies this game and like it's just you know he's not playing in the fourth either which is really weird and I, I'm guessing there's just something wrong with, you know, because he did have to sit out that one game with a bruised knee. And yeah. again, ever since he's come back, like, it's just, he's just not attacking. And like, when he attacks, good things happen for the most part. Like, it's some, something I just feel is off. Maybe, like, the injury plague has finally kind of caught up to the team. Like, you know, with, again, with Harrison Barnes, go, like, sitting out, which never happens, with Rashad Holmes being out. Like the injury bug has caught the Kings, and you know, whatever we did in the seven game in that seven game uh, or that nine game stretch, and you know, we've kind of hit a wall now. Yeah, it's too bad because I have not seen the team during those winning stretches, and I kind of wish I did because as of right now, it's I want to feel down, but. This is how the Kings are going to be for here on out until we have until we change something, change a lot of things, to be honest. Well, talk, speaking of change, like, you know, there's two schools of thought. Tra- so do we just go a wholesale fire sale? And by that, I mean, Trey Barnes, Trey Kojo, 
possibly find a way to trade Buddy, you know, trade Belly, like wholesale wholesale sell or just kind of keep doing what we're doing like you know end up or doing like a, i guess a half uh fire sale like you can probably you can definitely trade belly for something you might be able to get something for Corey, and you know but keep barnes and probably keep buddy because it's tough to trade buddy <sighs> yeah well we'll see what uh our uh, gm does and you know I have high hopes because he has done a great job so far. Which one would you do? Would you go whole 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 fire or fire sale? Just trade everyone except the young core. Hmm. <clears throat> I would. I would probably dip my toes a little first to see what kind of trades we get, then go full on dive in <laughs> into the fire sale. And uh, see what we could get from the old older guys because yeah, this we need we need something out of this. Would you tra- would you consider trading Barnes? Let's let's just keep it at it's, that. That's that's a fifty-fifty for me. Like I don't mind trading him if we get something great back, but he is also one of the guys that kind of like every team needs. But his contract is a little big, so I'm, I don't know. It's a it's a real fifty fifty for me. Again, like the the easy place to quote unquote trade him is Boston. But again, I don't, <laughs> there's nothing I want there really. Like I don't even really want Jason Tatum to be honest. Although you know, if you want to trade, if Boston wants to trade him, I'll take him. But like, you know. Again, I want Jalen Brown in that, and they're definitely not training Jalen Brown. Milwaukee, for example, could use Barnes. I don't know. I mean, I guess they would have to package, like, you know, um, Pat Connaughton and Dante DiVincenzo, probably, and maybe something else. Uh, who, what's another team that, that you know, maybe, like, a swap between him and Oubre from the Warriors. Like, I, I don't think I would mind that, although I don't think the Warriors would do that. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I prefer to keep Barnes, but for the love of God, explore what the buddy's market is. Because like I hear from Sam Amick, he has value around the league. I just don't know what that value is. And, <laughs> you know, Corey Joseph, like, you know, he can, he can help a contender. Like, and, you know, he has a he has a 12, I think about 12 million this year. And then next year is unguaranteed or only like 2.5 million is guaranteed. So you can definitely probably get something for him. And Belly is definitely someone you can get you can get something for. That'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah, Barnes is probably my last the last guy I want to trade unless you're getting something really good back. Hmm. And I honestly don't know what that really good thing is. Yeah, we shall see. Hopefully, uh, we do something because I haven't heard too much news about the Kings besides you know what we see from games for, yeah for better or for worse this front office does not leak anything yeah you know Besides i know <laughs> i know there was the botched uh bogey trade but yeah. like I, again i don't even know if that was the uh king's fault so yeah other than that yeah again i didn't expect much from this game you know again our two best defenders were out and fox is looking very shoddy like buddy's been pretty terrible and you know the bright sign is that marvin is showing something and that's good 
But again, there are so many things that the Kings need to fix, and I don't know if this is, you know, it's something needs to change, and I don't know if that thing is trades. Well, yeah, we're just gonna have to see. It's it's a lot of problem, hidden problems that needs fixing. Yeah. Um. Do you think do they uh Fox will make the All Star team? I'm hoping so because he deserves it. Yeah, he does. I just I just don't see how he makes it over, you know, guys like Chris Paul and uh Devin Booker. Yeah. You know, the, the like about like about a week ago, I would have de- I would have said definitely just because like that's when we you know, we were winning, you know? So like that was the only thing I think holding De'Aaron back because if you look at like his, you know, his track record for like the past like few months, like he's been amazing. Like, you know, his his numbers are, like, out of this world. It was just that he, you know, his team, the team itself was a bit behind. But, you know, I, now that we're not winning, I just don't think he's going to make it. Like, a, a lot of players, like, think he, like, think highly of him and, like, actually try to vote him in. But I don't I don't know if he's going to make it. Should we talk about the Jonas Valachunas? Uh, yes, thank you for reminding me. So, uh, we failed to mention it in the Grizzlies episode just because I, I've originally I thought it was more or less a nothing burger. I thought it was just you know Jonas being Jonas, aka an asshole, and you know Metsu Metsu, I you know Metsu just kind of ended up being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like I, I don't know. I, now that you know Metsu has gotten injured and will be out for at least a month. Like it's just, it's just unfortunate. I mean, I I really think Jonas deserves a, some sort of penalty. I mean, he just took out one of our I I gotta say one of our good uh like bench units, and you know we we needed that two out here in uh, the Heat's game. I in my opinion, I believe, and you know the way Jonas threw Metu is pretty uncalled for and you know i don't know how the nba didn't catch this it's it's something ridiculous it's maybe because we're a small market team and they don't care i don't know it's it's pretty ridiculous you know unfortunately i think the case is just that metu is a two-way player and of course, we're a small market team. Like, you know, they just probably didn't catch it. But yes, like Jonas Valanciunas should be suspended for this. Like, a good at least ten games. Like, even if he didn't get injured, like that's da- that's a dangerous move. There was no reason for it. And I get that some people say like, well, you sh- well, Metu should wrap his legs around Jonas. But like, where was he supposed to go? Like, he dunked on him, and like his momentum kind of carried his legs into Jonas. And if Jonas just kind of like moved, you know, just moved from the spot, like, you know, Metsu could have just like, could have just, you know, gotten down, but Jonas didn't really move. So like Metsu couldn't go down. So, so like, what, what was he, what was Metsu really supposed to do there? Uh, and like, you know, him throwing him like that. I don't know. It's a bitch move. That, that's really what it is. And it's like, you know, the, Jonas again has a history of being a ginormous dick and just being, like, just trying to start shit. And this is just, you know, another incident of that of that kind of behavior. And it's just unprofessional. And you know, and 
I, I just don't, I think this you know warrants a suspension. And you know I want there are a lot of other things I can say about him and attack his character, but I'm just not going to do that. You know. Yeah, it's. I guess it is how it is because we're getting the bad end of the stick. I don't know if that's the same, to be honest. Short end of the stick. Short end of the stick. Okay. You know, next time, next time we face each other, expect, ex, you know, expect another level of intensity. Because, you know, we, you started some shit, and he better be able to finish it. Oh yeah, and next time, I'm hoping Metu's back. He need, he need, he wants that revenge, I believe. I have another, I have another question for you about this. Are you, are you kind of like? Did you take issue with how no one just went up to Jonas's face about that? Uh, that's that's right. You asked me about this. Uh, I take a yeah, I, I take a little issue about it because it's like it's it's your teammate, and Jonas has done like he he just yeah he just threw Met to to the ground, and not many people reacted. I, I remember the bench reacted. A lot more, but anyone on the floor, yeah, didn't see much uh, reaction. Yeah, and like that—that's kind of the state of the team. There, there just isn't that dog, you know. Like, I mean, like I—I I mean, I'm not here to, you know, pour salt in the wound. You know who would have definitely got up in his face? Shump. <laughs> Shump would have got up in his face. Alex Len would have got up in his face. I know, I know that for sure. And it's just, it, I mean, it kind of, it's kind of one of those, you know, lingering problems. It's, I'm not trying to call like the, all the players soft, but there isn't that, you know, stand-up guy who will get up in your face and like, you know, and say that. And, you know, there's no, there's not that level of toughness, if you will. There's not that guy with the attitude about him. And that, and I think that is what the Kings, one of the things that the Kings are missing. And uh, you know, hopefully we find that guy at some point. But like, yeah, and then you like Corey Joseph getting teabagged after that by him and kind of laughing it off. Like, you know, it's not a shade to Corey. Like, he's a friendly guy. That's just not his thing to get all upset about it. And you know that, you know, him and Jonas are friends back in their days in Toronto. But like, come on, you got yeah. you got to you got to you got to let him know. Like, fuck, like fuck that man. <laughs> fuck that shit. You just you just threw my my guy to the floor and now you're gonna teabag me. Expect a punch in the dick next time. Uh, well, we'll have to see when the, that next Memphis game is because can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, expect a next, you know, next level intensity. Like I, I want the Kings to to embarrass this team because this team is not that good. Let's be honest. I mean, granted they're missing Jaron Jackson Jr., but like it's not like it's not like we're fully healthy either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, that's uh well, that's all we have for this episode. We'll be coming back to you uh probably after the uh the Milwaukee game, and hopefully it's not a uh, demolishing of the Kings. Yeah, I have high hopes. <laughs> I'm gonna but... keep my hopes low for that one, just not get so upset, because you know Milwaukee's a title contender, and we are not a title contender, so. Yeah. So we shall see. All right, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. All right, we'll see you guys later.